Hi, Angela Hughes. I'm here at Kakama with Christian, and we've got so much to tell you about this game reserve and so much more with the Insider Travel Report. So hi, Christian. Thanks for having us at your lodge. It's been so great to finally get to South Africa. Let's just talk about where this lodge um, is, first of all, okay. um, outside of Kruger. Because there's a little misconception that it's inside Kruger. So can we start off with that? Yeah, so Kruger National Park is a national park. We're part of the Greater Kruger Biosphere Area, which encompasses all the properties in and around the Kruger area, which is around about three and a half of a million hectares, um, the whole conservancy area, um, of which Kruger is around about one million hectares. Okay, so you guys have a little sliver here. Actually, it's a big sliver, yes. uh, which we call a reserve. How many animals do you have on the reserve? Oh, it's un uncountable to, to know the number, exact number at the end of the day. It's around about 15,000 hectares, okay. and that's probably the size of a small city called Luxembourg. It's more or less the same size. Okay, so this place is gigantic, you guys, and we've been out on safari every single morning and night seeing a lot of different animals. You have a really good chance of seeing the big five here. Of course, yes. And I saw rhino this morning, okay. which was really a treat because yeah. I've traveled all over Africa and that's a really hard species to find. Yeah. What, what can people expect to see here on the game reserve? The big five is probably the one or the five that everybody expects to see, but yeah. then there's a whole lot of other animals. Uh, we had some great sightings this morning of wild dog as well on the property. So um, it's not only the eerie and scary big five, but uh, everything else that paints the picture. Okay, let's talk about this whole lodge experience because this is really a stay within a stay. You've got so many different properties on the reserve. How many do you have? We've got four different properties or different camps that you can stay at. We are staying at River Lodge at the moment. Okay. Uh, we, we've got Karula Buffalo Camp is our safari tented experience and then Southern Camp. Okay, so let's talk about this River Lodge for a minute. How many rooms are on the River Lodge? Because I've noticed you can host incentive groups here. You can host families here. Would this be considered the main lodge, so to speak, if we were to... Yeah, you can say that. Okay. It's, it's, it's 60 rooms at the end of the day. Um, mostly we cater for FITs, fully independent travelers, families. Yes, yeah. we get the odd incentive or group coming through as well. But I think our philosophy at Kapama is to have something for everybody. You know, okay. it depends on your budget. And if you're on honeymoon or if you're an extended family traveling, right. somewhere on the property we'll find something that can suit you. Okay, so speaking of honeymoon, do you guys do anything in the destination wedding? Yeah, no, we do, we do. And um, we've also got a sleep out platform, a romantic sleep out platform where we take a, a bride and groom um, and leave them in the middle of the game reserve it's a three-story platform, uh, weather depending, <laughs> okay. but it's a beautiful experience. It's, okay. it's really something to, to behold. So so you were saying that you really do have a budget for a honeymooner, for a family, and also high-end travelers. So let's talk about um, within River Lodge, how many restaurants you have and the different facilities. Now, uh, first of all, let's start with the spa because I just walked out of your spa, which was a fantastic experience and so relaxing, and the settings gorgeous. So let's talk about the wellness center that you've got and then move on to the different facilities. In the I think it's imperative to understand that I look at luxury in 
the form of choices. So we've got different restaurants, different eating areas. We do riverbed dinners, we do bush dinners. We've got our, our main restaurant, Sitsumbeni, that we host uh, dinners and lunches and breakfasts on. Um, we do lunches at the spa um, where you were today. Um, yeah, so it's 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 all round experience, not only outside the bush, but also inside the lodge. We've got three different swimming pools. So uh, well, and the pools make a big difference. It's cold today. We were saying this yeah. is probably the coldest day that you've had. Yeah. But it, those pools really would make a difference yeah. if you were yeah. traveling in the heat of the summer, summer, right? Yeah. I think for most people, and, and even in our winter time, we get Europeans that enjoy the, the swimming yeah. pools, you know, which is the average temperature, not today, but uh, usually in winter, it's still around about 24, 25 degrees centigrade, you know, so it's nice and warm for, for most Europeans to swim. Okay, so let's talk about um, the room types that you've got here in the different categories mm -hmm. that people can stay in here at the River Lodge. Mm -hmm. We've got our, our standard courtyard suites, which is entry-level suites. Then we've got our newly revamped suites or luxury suites. And then we've got family rooms and we've also got our spa suites. Um, it's not. Uh, it's just closer to the spa facility than anything else. Okay. But there's family suites as well, four of them. Okay, so moving on to your other lodges now, they're 15, 20 minutes away yes. by Jeep. Yes. Are they welcome to come over here and use these facilities or is it, uh, or do they stay? Most definitely, okay. specifically the spa facilities um, is there. We've got two spas, one at Karula and one at River Lodge, and all the facilities is available to everybody staying within Kapama. Um, I think each and every campus got a unique atmosphere and people choose them and pay for them to go and stay at that specific lodge. Okay. Um, at Buffalo Camp, for instance, we don't allow children. And there's a specific... Okay, so Buffalo Camp's adults only then? Yeah. Okay. So it's a specific experience for, for, for older people. And um, and River Lodge and Southern Camp is definitely a family feel. Okay, stop. But we're children. saying older people. How much older? <laughs> Just checking. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, or, or let's, let's say the people that prefer not to visit a property with children okay uh, not so much older then okay um, but uh, somewhere there is something for everybody on Kapama as I said okay and then tell me about the other two okay as I say Southern Camp is definitely our family orientated much more of a traditional colonial feel with traditional thatched roofs and um, also separate um, room types two different room types okay. a standard suite and then a villa Karula is our flagship, our most luxury lodge at this stage with 10 villas and then um, two family villas as well. Okay. Um, to give you an idea, the family villas are around about 190 square meters. Um, you know, two bathrooms, two, two, two bedrooms as such, and okay. a living area, warm water pools and all of those, you know, so it's the upper upper part of the luxury travel market that we cater for there. Okay, and in terms of price from Krula versus River Lodge, is there a big jump? Um, it's around about double the price from River Lodge okay. to Karula per person per night sharing. Okay. But once you experience the difference, um, you know, inside the camp, uh, you will understand the reason why. Okay, coming out of COVID, how are you predicting the next couple of years to be? Because South Africa didn't exactly have, you know, yes, COVID. <laughs> you know, it was a little rocky getting started. Open, shut, open, shut. Now we're, we're all moving and safaris are sizzling hot. Mm. What do you predict the future is going to look like? 
Look, I think, you know, coming from a very low base, we can only go up in our industry. <laughs> um, only going up. <laughs> but um, no, I think the tangible experience that you can have on a safari, the smells, the sounds, and all of those, something that's going to be attractive for most travelers for a very long time coming. I think the, the disadvantages at this stage, some of the air travel has not been as smooth as what it could be sure. and what has been before COVID. And once that, that's back to normal, yeah. I think South Africa as a whole of, of really being a value for money, money destination is going to take off immensely. Yeah, and because we're mostly talking to the American market, it's it's really, I think, on point to say that we've got more airlift into Cape Town now nonstop than we've had in the future. Newark, D.C., Atlanta. And remember, we've got two direct flights daily out of Cape Town flying directly into Hertzbreit, which is situated straight across the game reserve from us. Right. So we literally go and pick you up. And that way, that's the easiest airport ever airport. to come in and out of. I um, know that my home airport could take note on that baggage yeah. delivery. Yeah. <laughs> they got it in and out fast. And I think the, the, the thing, you can have breakfast in Cape Town in your hotel and have lunch with us in the afternoon. And that the accessibility of, of that is massively important. makes it so easy makes it so easy how do you feel like the recession is going to impact well let's talk about the American market I don't want to speak globally but the American market is going into a recession we know that Africa has gone up 30% in pricing over the last two years how do you feel like that's going to impact South African travel I think you know one thing that you need to take into consideration is value for money if you travel to South Africa 20 rand to a dollar at this stage you know the value that you're going to receive my experience is when recession hits and when people are turning other you know their dollars they look Look for good value for yeah. money and South Africa is good value for money and it will always be that way. Um, I think we've got some of the best uh, diversity that any country can offer in Africa. We've got the winelands in the Cape, we've got the beaches in Natal and we've got the Kruger experience. So it's it's a whole world into, into one country. Um, it's easily accessible, although long haul, but it's easily accessible and we've got a good infrastructure when it comes to internal flying as well. So yeah. it's easy, it's affordable, and it's good value for money. Yeah, so take note on that. The, the U.S. dollar is so strong here in South Africa. It, it feels like you're almost getting two for one here. Yeah. And so now really it's the time to be selling South Africa and selling Kapama. Okay, how long have you been in the business? Let's do some hot questions about you. 25 years, of which I've been at Kapama for 21 years. So you really are like Kapama, yeah. Chief Kapama. Part of, part of the furniture as they say. Yeah, you're part of the furniture. I like that. Um, what do you see? And uh, you've been here two decades. What are what are some of the changes that you've seen um, in in Kapama and also just in the way people travel to? I do think, safari now. I think 20 years ago, it was very much an elite uh, experience for very wealthy people. And I think yeah. we've made it accessible for, for the average person to travel to Africa as well. I think um, tourism as a whole has, has, has changed this area specifically for the local community yeah. as well. It's putting dollars and, and, and rands and cents into people's 
pockets that would never have been able to look after themselves. Yeah. And, and, and the spin-off in that is conservation. Conservation has grown immensely. There's more animals in South Africa for viewing than there yeah. was 40, 50 years ago. So tourism has made it accessible for people to come to South Africa and to experience that. And it's put money back into the system to look after it and to also look after people. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think people don't realize how much tourism does really help economically yeah. develop a geographical area. What about over tourism? Do you feel like that could possibly be an issue? Because we know in 2019 that the world was highly overpopulated in popular tourism areas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we are the guardians of, of nature and we are the ones that need yeah. to look after that. And I think it's certainly something that you need to be aware of. Um, in other places in Africa, it's certainly already been a problem. And we at Kapama is conscious about that. Yeah. That's why you will also look at our game draft policies and how we conduct ourselves. We will never have more than two vehicles in a game sighting at any given time. So we control that. I feel very strong about controlling how we present what we've got same way that we look after our stock in our kitchen yeah. we need to look after our animals and and and, and we have the um, welfare is our, our number one priority. Okay, so let's talk about the conservation effort your hotel's making for the area then. I think that's really important that you guys are giving back on the landscape. Mm -hmm. I think number one is that we own everything. Uh, we are probably the biggest single-owned game reserve in South Africa. Um, with also uh, the difference between a national park and a privately owned game reserve. So the family has bought up properties over three generations and converted that in some instances back from agricultural land to what we have today as a pristine game reserve. Um, in doing that, we've relocated animals from all over the country, specifically out of Kruger National Park, to our property. Um, and the conservation efforts uh, through the tourism dollars that yeah. comes in has made it possible at the end of the day. But we also support local communities. We support local orphanage. Right. We support local schools. But I think the major thing is, and you've asked me earlier, what's the big difference? When I started here, we employed around about 180 people on a permanent basis. We're now over 700 people permanently employed. We are the third biggest single employer in the whole of the area. Um, and that puts rands and cents into people's pockets. Yeah, that puts food on the table for exactly. families exactly. Yeah, at the end of the day. Mm. I love that so much. What do you think some of the, what would you say some of the negatives are right now? In the travel industry as such or in South Africa? In South Africa. I think the government is not making it very easy to do business in South Africa. Okay. I think the socioeconomic pressures that is all around Africa, mm -hmm. unemployment, all of those things makes it difficult. Um, but I think uh, South Africans are renowned for being tough and resilient and and, right. and, and we rebound quite quickly and we take the the, the, the bull by the horns and we, we, we wrestle it. Yeah. So uh, don't, don't count us out. One of the things I've noticed since I've been staying here is that safety is really 
a top priority. I've been on lots of different safaris and I noticed that you guys have a lot of protocols in place to protect people when they're out on safari, yeah. but also around the lodge. Um, so people don't run into yeah. their closest elephant neighbor. <laughs> I think it's always important to understand that we are in the bush. We are in, in the wild um, and it's imperative to also give people that feeling of safety and security. Um, it's sometimes a guest would worry about a, a, a little gecko in, in, in the dining room as we all know it's, it's harmless and so forth, but we need to take conscious efforts to make everybody feel safe. And that person does not come from Florida because in Florida, that's a normality to have a gecko. Um, let's talk about the food quality because I think that's another issue that people have when they come to foreign countries is they're afraid of getting sick or picking up salmonella or something like that. Can you comment on that? I think we are very fortunate to have great suppliers and great facilities. I think it's our number one priority also with our food and beverage department to, to produce really top quality yeah. culinary experiences and you've experienced it so far. I need to stop experiencing it. That's the problem. I also think it's part and parcel of what we as South Africans do. Yeah. We, we like to entertain people. We like to, to, to over cater when it comes to food as well. You know, it's something that we proud ourselves on to, to really be hosts and um, the quality of food is, is, is as important as the quality of your safari experience. Sure. Sure. And I was talking with Jacob, our amazing guide, about just having different intrinsic experiences besides the animals out on the safari. Like we stopped and yeah. last night this, the sky was just littered with stars everywhere and talked about the galaxy for a few minutes. And we've been talking about birds during the break. And so there's so many like intangibles coming here that um, besides just eating and viewing game, or, you know, big game, right? I think it's important to understand that the big five is the draw card for everybody. Yeah. And they want to experience that, but it's our responsibility as educators also to, to color in the, program, the, the the whole picture, you know, with grass, with trees, with birds, with insects, with everything in the ecosystem, because it's all entwined. It's all, yeah. you know, part of a bigger environment. And as you say, the stars play a big role in that, but so does the soil, you know, and the rocks. Yeah. And, and, um, I love that you said that, that Kapama is an education, yeah. really, when you come here, so much more than just to stay. Yeah, okay, cool. last question. What, what do you feel like the future looks like for you? The future looks bright. Okay. I think it's, it's, it's always been our philosophy that we will have a, a product that you can experience, smell, the ear, you know, you yeah. can feel the dust on your, on your skin, you know, and you can hear the sounds at night. Um, and that's something that really excites me. Okay. It's been so great no, being able to talk to you and I appreciate you hosting us and letting us stay on your property. And we're really looking forward to getting a lot more Americans coming to visit us. Yeah. And I'm Angela Hughes with the Insider Travel Report. <laughs>